Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. we got a lot of basketball to talk about. It's Friday night in Indiana. It also means we have a lot of scores. And the uh, Minister of Information, the Secretary of Scores, it's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, thanks so much. Great to be with you and Corbin Ligenfelter. Let's get right to it. Indiana high school basketball, plenty of action on the way in the next four and a half minutes. We'll begin with all the overtime action we've seen already tonight. Two games on the boys' side and two games on the girls' side. Each have required OT. Beginning with the girls in a single overtime period. It was Brownsburg by a pair over Zionsville, 74-72. And in double overtime, Homestead outlasted Fort Wayne Northrop 72-71. On the boys' side, though, with all that overtime action, both games requiring that extra time went to double OT, beginning with Noblesville outlasting HSE 57-50, and then Greensburg held on against Lawrenceburg 46-42. Both games double OT action other scores from high school boys basketball Adam Central by a dime over Heritage 65-55 it was Austin having no problem with Salem 81-67 Bloomfield the win over North Central Farmersburg 74-60 Bloomington South toppled Terre Haute South 58-46 it was Carmel over Ben Davis low scoring defensive battle 39-36 Carmel, the W over BD. Chesterton got the W over Lake Central, 55-51. It was Clay City over North Davies, 47-42. Fishers, 65. Franklin Central, 40 tonight. Homestead on the boys' side. You saw the girls get that overtime win. The Homestead boys beat Fort Wayne Northrop, 58-39. That's a clean sweep in the 2-6-0 for Homestead over Northrop. Crispus Attucks defeated Crystal House 73-62. Jack Sandell 56. Oldenburg Academy 49 tonight. How about Jay County? They only gave up 14 in the game to Bluffton, beating them 31-14. Jeffersonville over Bedford North Lawrence 78-56. It was Jimtown 53. Elkhart 45. John Glenn the close W over South Bend Adams, 52-49. Kokomo took down Lafayette Jeff, 65-41. It was Lebanon over Southmont, 58-44. LaVille, the victory, beating Culver, 74-51. LaPelle over Eastern Hancock, 52-39. It was Northridge, 79. Plymouth, 62. Rochester, the win over Northfield, 76-54. South Central Elizabeth, 62. Henryville, 49. South Vermilion beat Shackamack 66-61. Southern Wells topping South Adams by a penny, 39-36. Taylor over Sheridan, 46-45. Some close and good ones tonight. Sullivan, though, blew out Brown County, 81-49. It was Westdale, 56. Randolph Southern, 48. And Westfield, the 62-46 victory over Avon. College basketball tomorrow. It is a terrific day to sit on the couch and watch some hoops. Boston College is at Notre Dame at noon. Illinois State takes on Evansville at 2. Same time for Ball State hosting Northern Illinois. Number 10, Illinois, 
hosts Indiana at 3 o'clock. Hinkle Fieldhouse, Butler and Villanova at 3. Missouri State visits Valparaiso at 4. And they cap off the evening in Terre Haute, 6 o'clock. Sold out home and center. Indiana State hosts Bradley. Let's talk about this Pacers game. 133-131. The Pacers beat the Suns. Remarkable effort down the stretch. Pacers are 26-20. Devin Booker had 62. Kevin Durant had 20. But the scoring evenly spaced for the blue and gold. Pascal Siakam, best game as a Pacer so far. 31.7 rebounds. 22 points Aaron Neesmith. 22 points Andrew Nemhard. But the MVP of the game besides Siakam. The game-winning bucket by Obi Toppin. He was 10 of 15 from the field. 23 points, 11 boards, the game-winning bucket. I'm Brendan Kick. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us. Brendan King, what is happening in the NBA? Guys are scoring 70, 60. Luka Doncic had a big night tonight. I just saw that come up on my phone. Mm-hmm. What's up with all these scores? Well, you got some really good players. I think it starts with there, right? I mean, Devin right. Booker has, of course, this is not Devin Booker's first 60-point game, and he's done something like this before. Luka, I mean, he's used to doing that. I mean, Nikola Jokic is a walking triple-double. Um, you know, you just have otherworldly talent. I mean, Coach, it's kind of crazy. The Pacers and the Suns finish 133-131. You know, that's 260-something points. Uh, Kevin Durant only scored 20. That's a little hard to believe. Mm-hmm. And, and no disrespect to KD, but a 20-point night for KD is kind of a day at the beach, right? I mean, he doesn't really have to do much to get right. 20. Um, and probably most of that's because D-Book had 62. But, man, what a win for the Pacers, no doubt. We talked about that evenly balanced scoring. Uh, Obi Toppin, for sure, his best game as a Pacer so far. He was a plus 7 on the floor as well. Um, so defensively, he was terrific. Double-double off the bench. Siakam with 31. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a fun Pacers team, and it's going to be a challenge on Sunday. Uh, they'll welcome in the Grizzlies, so it doesn't get any easier. Well, let's talk about overtime games. Run by the overtime games tonight so far. It's, yep. been, it's been a really kind of kind of a really neat night of scores, uh, especially on the overtime front. Right, we've got two both on the girls and boys side. Three of the four total are double overtime games, Coach. Uh, first of Yikes. all, Homestead over Fort Wayne Northrop, 72-71, double OT. Again, that's the girls. And then Brownsburg by a pair over Zionsville, 74-72. That's only a single overtime period. Mm-hmm. And on the boys' side, both games uh, requiring overtime went to double. Noblesville outlasted HSC, 57-50. Right. And then the instant classic, Greensburg, 46, Lawrenceburg, 42. Uh, again, that's double OT, right? So that's six quarters of basketball. Right. Uh, it's Friday night. It's Friday night in January, so you know that's kind of that's kind of how this goes. We kind of expect this, quite frankly. Uh, tell me about college basketball tomorrow. Run through the schedule tomorrow. I know you already did it, but for me, since I don't pay attention, run through it one more time. Well, that's going to be a good one. Starts up in South Bend at noon. Notre Dame, Boston College. That's a decently big game. Uh, you know, towards that back half yeah. of the ACC. You know, just to give yourself a shot, because as we've seen over the years, the ACC tournament. Anything think can happen so i mean towards the bottom of that acc that's a big one in south bend uh two o'clock evansville welcomes in illinois state ball state goes against northern illinois and muncie that three as we talked about indiana at number 10 illinois a line i have been scuffling indiana needs to shoot the ball better you know butler gets a nice win on the road in georgetown but you know they welcome in arguably their biggest rival in the big east over the last decade villanova uh that's a three o'clock tip at hinkle four o'clock valparaiso and missouri state up north 
And then it's Terre Haute at 6, Indiana State and Bradley in a sold-out Holman Center. 6 o'clock, huh? Great Six game. O'clock. We're going to talk about that game. Yeah, we're going to talk about that game a little later tonight. Uh, Joey Ferguson, the uh, voice of the Sycamores, will join us and talk about that matchup. And so um, that'll be fantastic. Fantastic. And it should be. You know what? It should be sold out. And they're playing They're playing great basketball. Robbie Avila, everybody else figuring out what a lot of us already knew. He's 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 tremendous. Uh, I had a chance, to, as you have done, I had a chance to do a TV game with him last year uh, and loved, you know, from a coaching standpoint, I loved the things they do offensively, defensively, you know, schematically and how they approach things. You could just tell watching them uh, last year, you could tell they were putting together something really special. You know, I could I could see it, uh, was impressed, remain impressed. Um, that's there's a, a whole lot of good going on over in, in Terre Haute, and then what what time's the IU game? What time is that tomorrow night? Is it yeah. tomorrow? Uh, yeah, IU tomorrow afternoon at three. So IU and Butler will start at the same time, Coach. So need a little split screen if you are uh, trying to watch both games. Uh, I don't I don't know why I don't have that capability, <laughs> but I don't. Okay, um, hey, that's okay. You can you can would, go back and forth. You know, right? it would, uh, that would require. Too much thinking, uh, and I'm trying you know, at this stage. I'm trying not to do that. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to, just trying to get by and do the best I can. But that yeah. should be a really, really good game. It's an it's an Illinois team that's playing reasonably well, and it's an IU team that isn't. And um, that's that's going to be kind of kind of fascinating to see how it plays out. So Brian Sullivan joins me though from WNAS New Albany over Evansville North 71-64. Brian Sullivan, thanks so much for the call. Tell me about the big win for New Albany. Oh, well, a lot of ebbs and flows to this ball game tonight. New Albany looking for their ten. Oh, you know what, Brian? I'm sorry. I'm so Brian, I am so sorry. I apologize for that. I appreciate you calling. Just hang on. I know you're in your car. So be safe. We'll come back and catch you in a couple of minutes. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up at 10.30, we talked about that Pacers win over the Suns. We're going to have some audio highlights from Mark Boyle on the Pacers radio network about how that one went down. Again, Obi Toppin, the game-winning bucket. Stay tuned, 10.30. We'll show you how that sounded as Indiana defeated Phoenix for a 26-20 and 20 record on the campaign. For now, back to high school basketball, beginning with Zionsville's victory over Brownsburg, final of 56-41. Wood Memorial rocked Evansville Day 67-37 with Winnemac by 5 over West Central 40-35. Westview blew out Eastside 51-25, and Westfield had no issue with Avon 62-46 was the final. It was University, the W over Anderson Prep 72 56. Triton Central held on against Cecina, 41-36. Trinity Lutheran took down Crothersville, 75-60 was the final there. Tipton, 54. Hamilton Heights, 50. It was Tri-Central, 66. Delphi, 54 tonight. Tri-Township, the win over South Central Union Mills, 42-37. South Vermilion, Beat Shackamack 66-61. It was Silver Creek 78, Madison 65. 
Shaw Memorial defeated Rising Sun 59-53. Seymour topped Floyd Central 49-28. Rossville 59, Eastern Greentown 53. It was Richmond over Harrison West Lafayette 50 to 39 and Providence by a triple tonight over Christian Academy 44-41. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Before the break, we were talking about high school basketball. New Albany beats Evansville North 71-64. Brian Sullivan from WNAS on the call of that game. Brian, thank you so much for holding. Thanks for calling. Uh, so yeah, an impressive win for New Albany tonight. Yeah, it started off a little slow, but once New Albany got going there in the first quarter, it really seemed like they had pretty much in control of the game, keeping the lead between 10 and 15 uh, we got into the third quarter and stuff just went haywire with our ball handling and, and passing. And, and you're going to get that with young teams. Sometimes you're going to look great. Sometimes mm-hmm. it look like we did in the third quarter. And they've got a big team and, and with some experience. And they go on a 20 to 10 run to end the third quarter. And all of a sudden, it's a three point ball game going into the fourth. And they just carry that over, took the lead. And you thought, man, it's it's not looking like our night here. But New Albany did a good job buckling down at that point. So, uh, you know, big, big game. Who plays well tonight in the win? We have now had four games in a row where we've put four guys in double figures. And and the nice thing is from game to game, any one of them can step up and and be your leading scorer. And tonight it was Chris Lampkin, the 6'4", junior force, very athletic. He was going up against guys that were 6'6 and 6'10 inside, uh, but he compensates by being a little bit stronger, a little bit more athletic, and, and he just did a lot of good work. New Albany goes 23 for 24 from the free throw line, which was absolutely crucial to what they did. And, and again, once they fell behind in the fourth, they come back, really buckled down defensively, going a 12-0 run, and then able to hold them off there. All right, so tell me what your week is like next week. Well, we got to get to tomorrow first, so I'm actually going to turn around first thing in the morning, come up to Franklin College for their women's basketball alumni event, and so there you I'll go. be up there, and, and then immediately turn around and head back. We got Jasper coming to town tomorrow night. Right. This will be the right. 84th year in a row these teams have played, so uh, wow. that'll be a good rivalry game. And then the sectional down here for girls basketball is incredible. You got defending state champs Bedford. Jennings County just had a big win last night at Franklin, and they look like they could right. be in the mix. Right, you got a Silver Creek team that's seventeen and four, um, and and looks like they could be a dark horse and a very young team that probably will be the state championship favorite in three A next year when they drop back down. So it's going to be an entertaining uh, week of basketball at Floyd Central next week. Should I have breakfast ready uh, so you can swing by the house or, or, or what? Depends on how quickly <laughs> we can get back from uh, Evansville here this evening and how much I want to be there for the alumni um, reunion game. And, and my wife was asking if I was planning on playing. I, I, if I'm involved, it will be back in a coaching role. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you do know that at my advanced age, uh, getting off the air at, at, at midnight, not being able to go to sleep until 2, I don't get up that early on Saturday. So I'll probably miss, no matter what, I'll probably miss you. How's that sound? <laughs> uh, you know what? You've earned it at this point. 
I appreciate that very much. Brian Sullivan from WNAS on the call of New Albany's win over Evansville North 71-64. Brian, thank you so much. As always, have fun tomorrow. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. It's a busy, busy night of basketball. So glad that all of you have joined us. Cliff Hawkins, the head coach at Tipton, joins me. Cliff Tipton with a very impressive win over Hamilton Heights tonight. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the great win tonight. Thanks a lot, Bob. It was a, it was a terribly difficult game for us. Uh, you know, at Hamilton Heights, uh, they have a lot going on at a home basketball game. and um, Right. And their game plan, you know, to was just, you know, Chad just did a really nice job putting his team together to play us. And and we shot extremely poorly. You know, at halftime, we were 0 for 10 from 3. And, you know, and we were down 8. Yikes. So we had to discuss, you know, how we were going to come back. And that didn't work very well because we went into the fourth quarter 12 down. Uh, but uh, finally... We found the fire behind behind uh, our team, but Grady Carpenter really took the game over uh, for 25 points and and uh, really got us going and allowed us to execute our traps. You know what? I mean, you, you've got a group that you're, you're number one for a reason in two way, but you've got a, a group that understands what they have to do, how they have to play. So I have to believe that uh, while you were concerned about the deficit, uh, your, your kids were still in there, in in it mentally, understood what they needed to get themselves back out of it. Yeah, and I knew we had to. You know, it was hard to in the third quarter not to come out attacking, but. It wasn't a game where we could use a lot of our, you know, we didn't have enough depth for this game. And mm-hmm. we'd been pretty sick, so we kind of had to conserve a little bit. And then, uh, you know, because I heard a couple of them say in the locker room, because they're in really good shape, but they've been so sick. I heard a couple of them say, I thought we're, I was going to fall over in the fourth quarter. But we got the lead, and all of a sudden I had all the energy in the world. So, um, you know, it just, it was very hard for us tonight. But, there's uh, a lot of credit has to be given to the opponent, but also uh, a lot of credit has to be given mm-hmm. uh, to the gritty effort of the players who stick together through thick and thin. Well, tell me who stepped. You already mentioned a couple of guys. Tell me who else plays well for you tonight. Well, you know, Nolan, even though they were face guarding him, and, and, and I didn't feel like we did a very good job screening for Nolan tonight, Swan, he still ended up in double figures with 10, but – Sam Quigley, uh, you know, he started out the game and just wasn't shooting very well. Uh, but in the second half, he got seven big points and allowed us to to do quite a few things and ended up with with 11. So we still got three guys in double figures, and uh, uh, but uh, the rest of the team was only able to um, give seven points. So it, it, it was a it was a really hard game. But these are the kinds of games I think. That builds you for tournament because when nothing's mm-hmm. going right, mm-hmm. and literally, I mean, it wasn't going very well, Bob. And uh, we, right. uh, we we just kept fighting, and you know, it put us in a situation where we won the eastern side of the conference tonight, and it allows us to play in the conference championship game, in, you know, in February. Well, tonight, Tipton number one in two A, very impressive win. 
uh, over Hamilton Heights, 54-50, the final. Cliff Hawkins, the head man. Cliff, thank you so much for the call, and good luck to you and your guys next. He playing tomorrow night, is that right? Yeah, and we've we this is a big big weekend because you know we followed this from Kokomo Saturday night, and we're heading clear over to the west side, uh, east side of the state, and playing Adams Central tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And it's wow. about an hour and forty five from Tipton, but we wanted right. to play them because they've got you know they've got a special team as well, and they do they'll they'll be a great preparation. You know, for right. the tournament, and so we're we're going to be fired up and ready to go once we get there. But it's it will be a long evening. <laughs> Tipton, number one and two A tonight, fifty four fifty winners over Hamilton Heights. Cliff Hawkins, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next time out. And thanks again, and thanks for what you do for Indiana high school coaches and basketball. Appreciate it. Thanks. So I appreciate the uh, kind words. Thank you so much, Chris Hawkins. The head coach at Attics joins me. Attics uh, with a solid win tonight. Um, they beat Crystal House 73-62. Coach, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. Thank you. Kids played well. Uh, it's the third game. Uh, we got a, a big game with Ben Davis tomorrow, so i really got to get on myself about scheduling four games in a week. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, kids really stepped up. Crystal House played hard tonight, kind of made a run to get it uh, to nine. And then, uh, like I said, the kids just stepped up, made some plays, and we just kept them at bay right around that 10 to 17-point uh, threshold throughout the whole game. It's not your need, your nature to uh, to run from a fight. <laughs> I mean, you you're willing to take on challenges, and when you take them on, you do a pretty darn good job with them. Uh, but you know, you might it, the the schedule does challenge you, and the kids have to respond. No, they have to. I think each game has its own. Uh... Meeting. Hey, coach. And hey, coach. Like I, hey, let, let me let me interrupt. I'm sorry, coach. I I need you to hang on through this okay. uh, scoreboard update. And we'll come back. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Perfect. We'll come back. Talk more about Addicts' win over Crystal House on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. As promised, we've got some audio for you. Pacers beating the Suns 133-131 from the Pacers radio network. Mark Boyle on the call for the game-winning bucket in the final seconds from Obi Toppin. 25 seconds left. Separations between the clocks about three seconds. Everybody on their feet. Nemhart kicks it to the top. Siakam has it. Right edge of the arc. In the lane. Double teamed on the dotted half. Out to Nemhart. Left side Matherin drives into traffic. Back rim no. Put back no. Siakam had it. Topping with it. And he lays it in. Right of the goal with the left hand. With three and four tenths seconds to play. Indiana leads for the first time since the first quarter 133 to 131 Obi and off the bench a double double 23 points 11 rebounds best game as a pacer so far 
He went 10 of 15 from the field, including that game-winning lay-in. 31 points for Pascal Siakam, his best game in blue and gold so far. More audio a little bit later. For now, back to high school basketball. Check in on some scores, which include Mishawaka beating Goshen tonight, 50-44. to Monrovia, the most points of anybody on the evening so far. 93 to be exact for Monrovia. Hammering Providence Cristo Ray. 93-24. It was Mooresville over Whiteland, 61-58. Sorry, Corbin. LaPel over Eastern Hancock, 52-39. And Jasper got the win over Northeast Dubois, 63-47. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk Cliff. Coach Chris Hawkins from uh, Attics. Hey, Chris, I just had Cliff Hawkins from Tipton on. I'm sure you heard that interview, so I apologize for confusing the two of you. You're both pretty good. They're ranked number one and two A. You're number eight and four A tonight with the uh, 63-73-62 win over Crystal House. So, Chris, I know how you how hard your teams play. Tell me who plays well for you tonight in this win. Uh, Ron Rutland uh, has been Mr. Reliable. I think 18, right. 5 right. assists, uh, 5 rebounds. Desmond Briscoe with another double-double, 17 and 12. And then uh, we have two players, Demetrius Jenkins and Eric Jackson, kind of go back and forth starting them. Started both tonight. Both gave us double digits. Demetrius had 15, and uh, Eric Jackson had 12. So, uh, like I said, our, our kids just step up uh, no matter what uh, when, when the number's called. So, We've been mm-hmm. playing really well this year. So, uh, like I said, we're going to need a, another big game tomorrow <laughs> against BD, but glad to have it at home. Belated congratulations on the city championship. Another great accomplishment for these kids. Yeah, uh, kids really came together, played well against a great cathedral team. Coach Delaney does a great job. Uh, the Brady Cola kids, just uh, unbelievable. So, uh, really uh, excited uh, with this group, and uh, like I said, we still still got more tests left. Uh, right. Like ben Davis, Brownsburg, Carmel. Uh, and then we have our GAC conference uh, title game, where uh, I think we may play a Purdue Poly team that's undefeated in our conference. So, uh, still got things to play for, um, and still, uh, like I said, just got to take every game one game at a time. Crispus Attics is number eight in 4A tonight. They beat uh, Crystal House 73-62. Chris Hawkins. Coach, thanks for the call. Good luck tomorrow night. I hope we're talking tomorrow night. Yes, sir. I will hit you up. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Greg Rakestraw joins me, my broadcast partner on just about everything. And, uh, again, congratulations on a sterling effort last Sunday in the pairing show. Tonight you have a little high school basketball. Uh, You have North Central, Warren Central. North Central wins this one 54-48. Pretty good game between two pretty good basketball teams. Yeah, it's kind of what you expect between these two. Uh, North Central came in 9-5, Warren Central 9-7. Warren Central playing without their three-year point guard, Zeke Kirby, not playing this evening, and that had an effect. Now, Warren Central got off to a great start. It turned out to a 13-2 lead, but it was a team that kind of fell out of offensive rhythm. Some early foul trouble on Javon Guess, on Robert Walker, uh, and, and just discombobulated, maybe is the word you could use to describe kind of Warren offensively at times. Went on some serious scoring droughts in, in both the second and third quarter. After being down by double digits in the first quarter, North Central would take a double-digit lead in the third quarter, but never really could kind of put Warren Central away. Warren Central got back within three in the fourth. North Central stretched it to ten and just kind of hung on down the stretch 
to get their 10th win of the season. Who plays well in this game? So who, who catches your eye? You catch a lot of games. You you were an, a talent evaluator. What would you think? You know, I, I like this North Central team. Uh, first of all, they've only got two seniors in Jackson, Mellon, and Williams. They both play hard. Williams had the big scoring night tonight. He had 18 points to lead North Central in the win. Uh, but as mentioned, they got off to a slow start, and they had a couple of guys off the bench that sparked them in the first half. Uh, Denham Holt had 11 points for the game, had eight of their first 10 points of the contest. Gavin Petty had a couple of buckets off the bench in the first half. Bob, the bench outscored the starters for North Central in half hmm. number one. Uh, so that wow. catches your attention. And that's kind of this team for Kevin Gant. Yeah. Hunter Rivera yeah. and Jackson Bell both are about 13, 14 point per game scores, and both those guys played much better in half number two. But but really, Kevin dresses 10 and usually plays 10. And I thought all those guys played a role in getting North Central's first conference win in three tries tonight. North Central and Warren Central square off tonight. North Central wins this one. Uh, Greg Rakes on the call, 54-48 the final. What am I doing tomorrow? We're not doing a game and you're, you're taking a night off. Well, what am I going to do tomorrow? Do you want me to call him with a recap of the Rock and Roll fundraiser from CFI 84? I can do that if you want me to. As, as interesting as that sounds, I'm going to be okay talking about high school and college basketball. So I'll, I'll muddle my way through. I don't know how, but I'll figure out a way to do it. My guess is is that, you know, you know we're now 30 years in. You know, you've probably done like 12,000 <laughs> shows or something like that. I have been in a large percentage of them, um, right. but there, right. there are hundreds, if not thousands, of shows that I have not been a part of, and they, you kept your job. We're so st- I think you're yeah, going to be Yeah, we're still on. <laughs> yeah. We're still you're on. You'll be, you'll be okay without me for a night. <laughs> Greg Rigstrom, thanks so much. Enjoy your night off tomorrow night. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Coach. He is in the Indiana Sports Writers and Sportscasters Hall of Fame for a reason because he's really, really good. It's the one and only Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Tonight on the call of Riley's 64-54 win over, excuse me, pin over South Bend Riley's 66-54. Paul, thanks so much for the call. Great to be with you tonight, Coach. As always, uh, privileged to put the headset on and talk to you. But big win tonight for the Penn Kings, sort of bounce back win after a heartbreaking loss to Marion uh, earlier in the week where they lost a three-point uh, affair. Come back to knock off uh, Riley tonight, uh, ending Riley's five-game winning streak. It was all Riley early on in this one, Coach. They jumped off to a, a 10-point lead. As a matter of fact, it was 27-17 with 4.21 to go in the second stand. And uh, Riley just found themselves in a situation after a timeout from uh, Coach Barracuma to Penn. Took a timeout, came out in a 2-3 zone. And then Riley was content to chuck it from the cheap seats. Four consecutive possessions. They missed three-point shots all the same time. Penn came roaring back to close the to close the second quarter route to go into the locker room, only down four. In the second half, uh, Penn took over the basketball game. It was 45-43 at the end of three. And then Penn just uh, did all they needed to do and then some played poised, played control uh, to secure a 66-54 lead to knock Riley from the ranks of the unbeaten in the Northern Indiana Conference. This is a Penn team coach that's uh, lost four games, all four games, have been by losses of three points. So they're a pretty good mm. basketball team. Don't let the 10-4 and four record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry mm-hmm. Coleman has done a tremendous job in his first year at uh, 
uh, Penn High School. And this is a Riley team, uh, certainly with a lot of veterans. They fall to 15-4 and four on the season. And uh, Riley is going to uh, have a tough road to hoe because they've got to take on arch-rival South and Washington coming out of the break. And this is a Penn team uh, that uh, certainly has uh, t- taken on all the best teams in the league thus far. They could run the table and finish this one out and uh, at least tie or get a piece of the conference championship. Right. All right, so uh, you have uh, Bethel tomorrow? I have Bethel Goshen. We start the second half of the uh, Crossroads League season, a big game this past week. Uh, the Pilots had a 17-point lead against Grace, right. the top-ranked team in the in the country, only to uh, lose a heartbreaker down the stretch. Give Grace a lot of credit for making plays when they needed to. and uh, It should be a great second half of the Crossroads League season with uh, some really, really talented teams. There are four teams in the Crossroads League that are in the top uh, uh, 20 in the Massey ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, as some of the top teams in the country. So it's a, been a great year so far, anticipating great things uh, as we hit the home stretch of the Crossroads League. Hall of Famer Paul Condry on the call of South Bend Riley's 66-54 win. Uh, excuse me, on Penn's win over South Bend Riley's 66-54. Paul, thanks for the call. Hopefully we'll talk tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Great to be with you tonight. Biggest game of the weekend tomorrow night, 6 p.m. in Terre Haute at uh, the Holman Center. Bradley comes to town to take on the Indiana State Sycamores. The voice of the Sycamores, Joey Ferguson, joins me. Joey, it's electrifying right now. The buzz is incredible, and rightfully so. Uh, Sycamores, big game, big Valley game tomorrow at home against Bradley, and it is already sold out. Yeah, already sold out. It's a it's exciting time here in Terre Haute. The buzz is all about this Indiana State Sycamore's basketball team. Josh Shirts, his coaching staff, and his, these players—they deserve it. They've been playing really good basketball of late, and they're you know they're at top of the alone, top of the Missouri Valley Conference after the win on Wednesday night at UIC. Which got to give UIC credit—they played spectacular. Yeah in that basketball game, but that's what it's like. It's tough. Uh, road right. tough. Life's tough on the road in the Valley. And uh, to come out with that victory, uh, even though Indiana State did, we, did not play hey, bad Joey, in the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Joey, I, I need to break in. I need you to hang in through this short break. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Perfect. We'll come back, talk some more Indiana State basketball. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We showed you some audio in the last update from the Pacers' win over the Suns, and it was Obi Toppin's game-winning bucket in the waning moments of the ballgame. 133-131 the final. Now, the bucket for Obi Toppin did not necessarily win Indiana the game because the Pacers up two needed a stop at the end. Devin Booker already had 62, but the blue and gold put it away. Here's Mark Boyle. Here we go. They're down two. The ball is in on top. He falls down. He gets up. That's Booker, and his three is short as time runs out, and the Pacers have come up with a two-point win. 
Of course, the highlights are going to show Obi Toppin's bucket, but do not discount that stop at the end because Devin Booker was 22 of 37 and 6 of 12 from three-point land in the game with 62 points still. Indiana the win by a pair over the Suns. They've got the Grizzlies now on Sunday afternoon. Back to high school basketball. A couple of overtime games. Actually, a multitude of overtime games now. Many of them in double OT. Of course, the night started with two double overtime games on the boys' side. That was Noblesville over HSE 57-50 in double, and then Greensburg topping Lawrenceburg 46-42 in two overtime periods. We have three more OT games to discuss. Another double overtime game. Blue River by four over Monroe Central, 68-64. Add on top to that, Paoli top court in Central. 57-53 in OT and West Washington over North Harrison 64-61. Welcome back everyone. I'm Bob Lovell, Joey O'Rourke from Indiana State. And Joey, I apologize profusely for screwing up your name. I wish I had an excuse, but I don't. Indiana State hosting Bradley tomorrow and it is a 6 o'clock start and if you don't have a ticket, you're out of luck because it's sold out. So give me the scouting report on this game tomorrow, Joey. Yeah, I mean, absolutely the game of the night in the Valley. The hottest team in the Valley coming to Terre Haute. Bradley has won seven in a row in the Missouri Valley after no one to start. They've got the fourth... They've got the fourth longest winning streak in the country at nine games right now. So playing really good basketball, and you gotta you gotta probably say that that's got to do a lot with Connor Hickman coming back sure. to this team. He is a big big part of this team. The last time I think it was about four and a half minutes to go in the game uh, in Peoria when Indiana State and Bradley played the first time. He rolled his ankle. He had 19 points at that half, had it cooking in the second half. And honestly, he was really propelling that Bradley team to make a run, get back in the game. And if he doesn't go down, I think that game ends up being a lot closer than what that final score was the first time. I mean, it was 85-77, but Indiana State, uh, Sycamore's led by 19 at the half in that one. Indiana State was 14 out of 29 from behind the three-point line in that first game. They had five guys in double figures did the Sycamore. Sycamores, but it was a great win on the road. But another guy, the Sycamore fans, and if you're watching the game or you're a college basketball fan, a guy you got to be really aware of right now, Duke Dean has been scoring the ball at a really high level for this Bradley team. So, again, a tough challenge coming up tomorrow. But inside, uh, inside a packed house, a sold-out crowd, I mean, the atmosphere is going to be electric. So do you have your Robbie Avila goggles working or not? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, you know, that's it's be like Robbie Day, which is absolutely fantastic, and it's such a, a great promotion to do three thousand goggles, three three thousand goggles being given right. away, um, and then <laughs> then you've got the baby blue replica jerseys. They're giving a thousand of those away oh, as man. well. So it's a it's a double promotion going on tomorrow night but uh just really excited uh can't wait you know for six o'clock to roll around tomorrow night inside the holman center in spite of me screwing up your name please call me tomorrow night and give me a full report on how the uh, sycamores won the game okay yeah absolutely absolutely will do and uh you know no harm no foul on that one coach all right joey o'rourke the voice of the sycamores bradley comes to the holman center tomorrow at six o'clock joey thanks we'll talk to you tomorrow night yep talk to you tomorrow coach 
High school basketball tonight. Noblesville's number five in 4A. Double overtime, a 57-50 win over Hamilton Southeastern. Noblesville Scott McClellan joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. What a great win for you and your kids tonight. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, double overtime. Um, just um, probably, you know, they really did a good job in the first half of controlling the tempo. Uh, they played a, a really different zone and uh, really kind of got us. I mean, we knew that, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's sometimes mm-hmm. hard to simulate that as much as you work on it in practice. And uh, I just thought that they played really well uh in the first half, um, kind of dictated the tempo. Um, and, um, you know, at halftime we just talked about regrouping and how are we going to kind of react and, uh, you know, um, respond to not playing particularly well in the first half. And, and uh, you know, we, we just couldn't get away from them. And then, right. you know, we, right. we got it. We did get a lead. And then, you know, they made a couple of plays and, and, uh, you know, um, as a fan's perspective, I'm, sh- you know, it was a great high school basketball sure. game, and uh, you know, fortunate enough to come out uh, with it on top, and uh, just, uh, you know, a conference game, sectional opponent, and right, you know, I think, right. <laughs> so, hey, hey, coach, I need you to hang on if you can through this short break, and we'll come back and talk more about your win. Okay, Scott McCullough and I'll come back and we'll talk more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. Scott McClellan from Noblesville rejoins me. Coach, did you have a chance to win in regulation or the first overtime? Uh, and, and then tell me how you won it in the second overtime. All right, we have lost Coach McClellan. Let's talk to Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Michigan City over 40, 60 to 52. Tell me about this win by Michigan City, Tanner. Uh, so, Coach, it was actually a poor that you get the, uh, the, the 60 to 52 uh, win here in tonight's, in tonight's game. But, uh, Got you know it. What? I, I, Thank I you. I tell you what, though. Uh, no, no worries, Coach. I'm happy to help you out. But, um, yeah, Portage, I give you what, Brian Klaus, who obviously had great stint at Lake Station and in Hanover Central, including those two tremendous teams in 2019 and 20, uh, where, where they won two sectionals. But doing the same thing at Portage, uh, Coach, what this came down to was first for Michigan City, uh, their top scorer, Alan Briggs, uh, got something going early at four points early in the first. Unfortunately, came down with an injury and could not return. And uh, once Portage saw that, then uh, a guy who comes off the bench, I mean, this Portage team has many, many great players. The Wellman Twins with Sam and Michael Wellman uh, and Jalen Johnson. At this. I mean, this is a team that starts four juniors and, and one center. Three of them have been starting since their freshman year. So a great Portage team. But really the hero of the night coach was Jay Sean Kane, a 5'10 senior guard. He averages three points. And what does he do? He has four triples in the first half and has 14 wow. points. Now, he would not score the rest of the second half. That, uh, and you know this just like I do. He just he started that momentum for Portage. And once the, their defense was great, yeah. and uh, and once they had that momentum, thanks to uh, Jay Sean King coming off the bench and scoring 14 points, uh, it was never uh, a chance for uh, Michigan City to catch head in this game. So uh, a really good DAC battle up in, in uh, the Wolves in Michigan City. But just too much Portage right now. They get win number nine overall. They're now 2-2 two and two in a very competitive dual and athletic conference. 
Portage over Michigan City tonight, 60-52. to 52. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Tanner, thanks so much for the time. Have a great weekend. You betcha, Coach. You do the same. And as always, thanks for everything you do for Indiana High School Athletics. You're kind. Thank you very much. Scott McClellan from Noblesville rejoins me. Double overtime win for Noblesville tonight, 57-50 over HSE. All right, Coach, tell me how you win this in, double, in the second overtime. Well, I mean, they made a play to get to overtime and then, um, you know, credit them. And then Aaron Fine made a really heady play. We I called timeout after they scored and went the length of the floor and laid it in, sent it to the second overtime. And we were able to get a little bit of a separation, four or five points there the second overtime and ended up pulling it out by seven. <clears throat> Struggled a little bit from the foul line tonight. Well, let's hope uh, you get that that corrected because, uh, yeah, obviously, you did enough tonight. Though, uh, congratulations! I appreciate you calling me back too. Scott right. McClellan's the head coach at Noblesville. They're number five and four tonight. They beat Hamilton Southeastern in double overtime, fifty-seven fifty. Scott, good luck next time out. Thanks for the call. Thank you, and thanks for all you do for high school basketball, Bob. Have a good evening. Thanks. I, I I appreciate it. Thank you. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk.